0: You're listening to Let's Stay Together, a podcast about Fruits Basket by Natsuki Takaya. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today you're listening to, did you know this is episode 40?
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: Oh my god. I never, almost never talk about the episode numbers anymore, but when mm-hmm. I made the note today I was like, oh, this is somewhat significant. <clears throat> I guess I should wait 10 more, but. <laughs> yeah. It's significant. We're 10 away from episode 50. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Today we're going to talk about chapter 76 and 77. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited. Mm. Kids are going on a school trip. Romance is in the air, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And leaves. And leaves. There's a lot of leaves. We'll talk about it. (laughs) We'll do our summary and then discussion and then spoiler discussion like we always do. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Chapter 76 opens in a beautiful bamboo forest and Hana says, it suddenly makes me want to read haiku. And Toru's like, well, I would definitely like to hear that. Hana pauses dramatically and then says, let us make a fine country, the Kamakura Shogunate. (laughs) Kyo is like, that's not a haiku. And Uo adds, this isn't Kamakura. (laughs) In that case, Toru says, what about Sing Nightingale in the Heian capital? Oh, you're right. My mistake, Hana says with a bashful chuckle. And Kyo and Uo are like, that's not a haiku. (laughs) 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 I did Google these. Do you want to know what they are?
1: (laughs) Yes, because I tried and failed to Google them. Okay, good. Good, I have brought
0: the information that's required. It took me I did a I didn't try to find very it. hard,
1: but <laughs> I did try.
0: <laughs> there are mnemonics to remember certain events in Japanese history. Mm-hmm. So Heian used to be the name of uh, Kyoto when it mm-hmm. was the capital of Japan. So Sing Nightingale in the Heian capital is, a, is to remember when the Heian period started. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is to remember when the Kamakura period started, which is 1192. And then the other one was 794, I guess, mm-hmm. AD. So... I'm not a like Japanese history expert or anything. <laughs> oh, I found an article. I'll put it in the show notes. Everyone can read about it. <laughs> so
1: it's like their version of back in 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue.
0: It's like saying, <laughs> it's like saying, um, I want to, let me read to you. We're in this beautiful pond. We're at this beautiful lake. And I want to read to you a poem, a romantic poem. Uh, every, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Ready?
1: Kind of tip your hand now i know how can i remember i made a note hold on wait <laughs> every good boy deserves fudge
0: yeah king king henry died monday drinking chocolate milk it's like that it's like if i said i want to read a poem to you and i said my mother just served us nine pizzas or whatever the fuck they say now that Pluto's not a planet
1: <laughs> that's what it's like <laughs> you skipped a couple planets anyway i don't know it's a never... very excellent mother just served so us nine,
0: nine pizzas. pizzas. You I never had Venus to... <laughs> to... <laughs> <laughs> I actually never had to remember the mnemonics because I just remember that it's like Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. <laughs>
1: that was me with it. the um the kingdom, phylum, class, order thing. I never family had the mnemonic because I, I just no idea. I just remembered it: kingdom,
0: phylum, class, order, families. Same. Is... So I never had to remember general, mnemonics
1: like, like, like that. King, king, it's king, Philip. Philip something. <laughs> <laughs> class order. I never did. Phenotypic <laughs> uh, species. Uh, King Philip came over for good soup. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what I remember. <laughs> it's a terrible mnemonic. Of course, this is this is specifically listed as a non-vulgar method. So now I'm curious what the vulgar What's the vulgar mnemonic me- is. <laughs> Wait, King Philip
0: comes over <laughs> to fuck something something. <laughs> what could it be? It's the only F. <laughs> unless you spell fuck with a ph <laughs> <laughs> that's the bourbon talking
1: <laughs> no but the like second google search like autofill was like kingdom phylum mnemonic dirty so <laughs> i'm not the only one who has gone on this google search <laughs> oh i guess it's like for good sex oh <laughs> king philip came over for not good that sex dirty. <laughs>
0: I think mine's better. <laughs> anyway, that's what it's like. So it's a it's a mnemonic for remembering certain events in Japanese history. It did take me a while to find. I'll put a link in the show notes so everyone can learn. <laughs> anyway, Toru narrates to us <laughs> that the group is on their class trip to Kyoto. Uo complains as the group walks through the bamboo forest that seeing this place in such a large group kind of kills the atmosphere and Yugi says it can't be helped because, you know, it's a class trip and all. <clears throat> It pains me that I cannot freely try the food at various restaurants, Hana adds. And I agree. (laughs) I (laughs) sympathize. Uo says the three girls should just come back in the future just by themselves. And when we do, can we take more time looking at shrines and temples? Toro asks excitedly, and Uo says, of course. And we'll spend more time enjoying the gardens. And eat plenty of delicious food, Hana adds. (laughs) And then the murder mystery will occur, Hana and Uo say. And (laughs) is like, eh! And Yuki says, I think they've been watching too many TV dramas. (laughs) I wonder what TV dramas occur on like a a trip in Kyoto. I don't know I'm down with that.
1: Apparently murder mysteries. Apparently.
0: <laughs> Toru says the class trip is fun, but she almost forgot about it because so much has been on her mind recently. We transition to one evening in the past. Shigure asks you why is going up to his room so soon and he says he needs to pack. Toru asks if he's going on a trip and he says, Honda-san, did you forget about our class trip? To, a, to which both she and Kyo respond with an ah! <laughs> Toru worries about what she should pack and asks if Shigure wants any souvenirs. He pats her on the head and tells her just to have fun. It's a very important event for students, right? He asks Toru, and Toru says, ah, yes. What do you mean important? It's just a pain in the ass, Kyo grumps, and Shikure whaps Kyo in the back of the head with the book that he was reading. Stupid Kyo, a class trip is a romantic event, he shouts. I mean, that's the only reason anyone goes on these trips, right? Romance? Young people left on their own to confess their love and are confessed to and experience their first, hey, listen to me, he shouts as Yuki and Kyo drag Toru away, protecting her from whatever lewd thing Shikure was about to say. (laughs) Transition back to the
1: present. Oh, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I'm just going to say something about him using the the dirty mnemonic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's the little thing he was going to teach her. <laughs> He's like, by the way, I have a great way to you, for you to remember uh, the, like, Taxonomy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that seems like the kind of thing Shigeru would do. <laughs> Back in the present, <laughs> in Kyoto, Toru beams and thinks, it, re- it really is pretty. I wish mom could be here to see it. Meanwhile, some kids pass by holding hands and being all cute, as we can tell from the little, like, hearts around them as they walk by. Two boys who look like Kyo's friends and Hana wonder what it is that makes people confess their love during these kinds of trips, and Toru looks back over her shoulder at Uo, who looks down sadly, and Toru remembers her stealth adventure in speaking to Kareno at the main house (laughs) and wonders if she should tell Uo about what happened. I still feel like I shouldn't tell her, she thinks. Uo asks Toru, snapping her out of her thoughts and looking over at Yuki, who looks surprised as well. Don't you think it's strange? If there's such a rush for everyone to confess their love, you would think that the Prince that Prince Charming would be in high demand right now. So why does he have so much free time? And then we see that that is because, as they say, in shadow and in starlight, the Prince Yuki <laughs> fan club protects him. And we see a gaggle of Prince Yuki girls, fangirls standing by, sparkling and thinking, if we give in to our feelings and confess our love, then none of us win. So we remain vigilant. Oh, but I really want to beat everyone to him. <laughs> really? So, you know, the Prince Yuki fan club is still around. <laughs> Yuki's like, oh, I'm not that popular, Uotani-san. Besides, Kyo is more popular than I am. It would seem that someone's already called him as, uh, as we speak. And of course, they look over and see that Kyo has vanished, and so the kids run off <laughs> to find him and creep on what's going on. As leaves fall around them, Toru, Yuki asks Toru if they should go on ahead. Eyes wide, Toru hesitates, and Yuki says, it's okay, he won't be swayed. Elsewhere, the other kids find where a girl has indeed pulled Kyo to the side and has confessed her feelings. She says that she always liked him, and he says that he doesn't even know her name. He turns to walk away and she complains that he's being cold and she grabs his arm and then immediately he immediately pulls it away. Don't touch me, he says. You're pissing me off. Who do you think you are, making a guy like me part of your romantic fantasies? Kyo, you idiot, one of his friends says, mm-hmm. suddenly jumping out of their hiding place and sassing him to be gentler and that he'll never be popular if he acts like that. He shocks the friends by saying, I don't want to be popular, and they freak out, dropping to their <laughs> knees and clutching their heads, thinking, I wish I could say that, I want to be popular, I want to be popular, I want to be so popular, while Kyo stands off to the side just like, what's your guy's problem? The girl that Kyo rejected sasss Uo for interrupting and accuses her of liking Kyo, and Uo and Kyo are like, are your eyes just not holes? And Hana arrives, while everyone is yelling and says, my my, y'all seem to be having fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the guy's still going, I want to be popular in the background. Of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Kyo, um, Kyo, Hana, and Uo returned to the group after Great Teacher Mayako found them, apparently, and sassed them. And Hana says that she was with him the whole time, and Kyo's like, liar, you just went to buy food. Uo is still pissed about the girl, um, and Toru earnestly asks Kyo what caused such an uproar, and he says, it's got nothing to do with you. And Yuki immediately karate chops him. And there's a small note that says, mastered Kakyo's technique with three times the power, which is great. <laughs> Hana hands out the dango that she bought while the kids watch this, like, argument, and Yuki says... You destructive idiot! And Kyo is taken aback. That was the correct reaction. Have some dongo, Hana says, and Yuki <laughs> thanks her, taking the donko while Toru ahs and um's in the background. Hang in there, destructive idiot, Uo says, and he's like, shut up. <laughs> Toru clutches the donko and looks concerned. Later that day in a souvenir shop, she remembers Kyo's words, that has nothing to do with you. That wasn't the first time he said that to me, she thinks. But I felt like I was being torn apart. And she remembers him sitting on the roof with him, telling her that he'll cooperate when she falls in love with someone. She covers her heart with her hand and thinks, just like it did then. The shopkeeper asks if she needs anything and snaps her out of her thoughts. I feel like I used to write Toru freaks out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and now I often feel like I write Toru snaps her out of her thoughts <laughs> like 10 times every episode. <laughs> Toru has a lot of deep thoughts that get interrupted by people recently, I feel. Toru realizes uh, that she got separated from Uo and Hana in the crowd and worries if Yuki and Kyo will be all right. And she notices Kyo sitting outside, where a cat has approached him, and she looks at him apprehensive, but determined, and then goes outside. Kyo and Toru chat, and Toru asks him about the cat, and he reminds her that cats just come to him. And the cat scratches him, and Toru freaks out, of course. Oh, sorry, I just said that. <laughs> I don't have to write that, but I do. <laughs> we see that the cat's, uh, eternal monologue is the cat stalks off. How cruel! You have me, and yet you're all over another girl! I thought Destiny had brought us together, but this is too much! Hm. I'm going home to Mother! Toru freaks out and she's like oh what should we do should we follow her but the scratch and Kyo calmly says to leave the cat be she came and left on her own sheesh he says standing up like I can be nice to every single thing and he walks away who's left sitting on the bench under the falling maple leaves thinks I wonder if someday I'll be pushed away like that she stands up and hustles to catch up with Kyo dropping her wallet in the process but manages to grab the back of his shirt um, at the small of his back he looks back at her and she lets go and he smiles a soft smile and takes her hand she blushes. Mm, what's wrong? Kyo asks. She stutters, and that he suddenly walked away and says that he he says that he was just curious about Noburimochi restaurant that's nearby. He asks if she's hungry, and Toru's like, eh, but buying food, and he's like, who cares? Look at Hanajima, who's shown in the background eating something out of a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Or do you want to go back and look at souvenirs? You're going to buy Zodiac ornaments, right? Kyo asks. And Toru says, it's right. She already decided, but she already decided where to buy them. And then she's suddenly like, huh? Did I say that I wanted to buy Zodiac ornaments? And Kyo is like, you didn't, but you do, don't you? She says it's amazing that he knew and he thinks it's not that amazing and asks, well, if you don't want to go back and browse, do you want to kill some time with me? Toru blushes and smiles and says, okay. And then realizes that she dropped her wallet. Kyo goes to pick it up and he smiles as he hands it to her. Once again, we see maple leaves falling and Toru thinks it's a mystery because of just a single sentence, I get shaken or I get happy. Kyoku is mysterious indeed. Later that night in the hotel, a teacher um, comes to get two other teachers, including Maiko, because a scandal has occurred. The <laughs> girls are all sleeping in the boys, or the girls have all snuck into the boys' room. <laughs> Maiko and the uh, third teacher complain, but they go to break up the party. And as Maiko passes the girls' room, she sees Hana and Toru Nuo, and then she passes by the boys' room with Yuki and Kyo asleep in their respective rooms and things. I'm more concerned about the ones who fell asleep right away. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of chapter 76. It's very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, I always thought that, until I read it this time, that uh, they snuck into each other's rooms but then fell asleep, but no, they just were in their separate rooms being good mm-hmm. children.
1: <laughs> like, at the mic and the other teacher, are like, oh, I feel like we should stay out of it. And they're like, you're teachers! Yeah, exactly!
0: <laughs> What's a school trip without for a little, like, weird fun? That's what it's all about, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> chapter 77. Opens with Yuki, asking the student council if they want any souvenirs from the class trip. Nothing, Machi says. What would I want with any souvenirs? Nao says. And Gakiru chops him and says he's devoid of cuteness while Kimi talks about herself. And Yuki thinks, what can I say? My fellow student council members are unique. Back in the present, in Kyoto, some poor classmates try to wake Yuki up, who's sitting in a bed looking like a complete zombie. And they try to get Kyo to wake him up, and Kyo's like, why me? Leave him. (laughs) Some poor kid volunteers, and he's like, Yuki, wake up. So he, he tries to get Yuki to wake up, and Yuki stands up and then staggers straight into a wall. <laughs> they start to worry about Yuki's beautiful face, but fortunately, Kakiru arrives with a good mornikins, and the boys ask him to wake Yuki up. <laughs> Yu-Yu, are you asleep? Hello, he says. <sighs> I guess there's no help for it, Yuyun. You were probably brought up as a spoiled little rich girl, and Yuki suddenly snaps awake and grabs Kakiru's ear and pulls him up and sasses him. <laughs> The other voice here that Yuki's up, and then some teacher comes and tells him to go to breakfast. <laughs> Later, the kids visit some deer. <laughs> <coughs> <Excuse me. laughs> oh, you're excited about deer. I get it. <laughs>
1: yeah, they are pretty cute.
0: I'm surprised they went to visit deer. I guess it's kind of close to Kyoto if it's there in Nara, but I don't know. It seems far away to me, but maybe they're maybe like oh, all high school kids park. love deer. I googled it. I tried to google <laughs> it, but all the things that I found were Nara. So maybe there, maybe not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. they are known for that so mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway yuki later the kids visit her visiting the deer and uo takes a photo of toru and yuki with a disposable camera which is exciting to me oh it's <laughs> like oh so that's why you were late we catch them in mid conversation talking about the morning what happened to the vice president after that she asks and yuki says that he was yelling about something and we see in chibi form that kakiru is yelling and fuming saying i'm not talking to you anymore so don't you try talking to me you stupid head which is great but it's fine, Yuki says, I don't care, and Toru asks if Yuki is sure, and Yuki says that worrying about him is a waste of time. Hana says she feels like she met the vice president before with Toru-kun, and Toru looks shocked for a second and then freaks out in her usual way, and she struggles to remember when they met, and Uo says, don't go confusing everyone with your vague memories, to Hana. Toru can't remember in the end and drops her head in shame, and Yuki's like, no, no, it doesn't matter at all, don't worry about it. Some other kid comes up to round them up to go to the buses, and while they're leaving, a deer nudges Uo, and she's like, What is it, deer? We're leaving now. <laughs> Hana says they're used to people, and Kyo says it's probably because people feed them, and suddenly Uo and Hana are inspired to try to lure the deer with a snack. A deer starts to make eyes at the bag that Toru is holding, and so she pulls it away, and Yuki takes it and holds it up higher for her. He asks what it is, and she says it's a souvenir. And if I buy some paper mache, it will be almost complete, she says with a determined fist, and Yuki is like, Paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> Toru asks what Yuki wants as a souvenir, and he says, If I have lasting memories, that's the most important thing. That's all the souvenir I need. Toru smiles a warm smile and says, You have them, I'm sure you do. Faintly glowing memories. Your souvenirs are inside you, Yuki-kun. Or something. And he's like, or something, with a chuckle. (laughs) (laughs) Later that night in the boys' room, Yuki stands alone and looks out of the window. Thank you, he thinks. Somehow I think I've found some understanding. Whether through chance or my own deceitfulness. He thinks of Toru. You standing there quietly smiling at me. I treasure that even now. The next day, Yuki runs into Kakeru, who's carrying a ton of souvenirs. Yuki wonders again if he should get something for Machi now, and was like, nah, you shouldn't overindulge children. That's my child-rearing philosophy. And Yuki's like, child-rearing? <laughs> <laughs> Kakeru asks again about Toru, and Yuki asks why he cares about her so much. He's like, if you love her so much, why don't you marry her? No, I'm just <laughs> Have you met before, you and her? Yuki asks. And then there's a panel of what looks like Toru or another girl in the same school uniform, arms at her side, of dark texture in the corner of the panel. What if I were to say that I like her? Kakuru asks, looking up at Yuki with a wry smile. Yuki looks down his nose at Kakiru, glaring, and he says, It makes no difference to me, but if it's just for laughter to tease her, if you approach her for your own selfish amusement, I will act selfishly as well. If you hurt her, I won't forgive you ever. Kakuru is surprised i can never forgive you yuki says seriously and he thinks of kyo and thinks that's the one thing i cannot forgive if i was that kind of guy how would you not forgive me kakiru says with a smirk and yuki replies i never speak to you again and kakiru is like never speak to me and then yuki suddenly realizes how silly it was to say that and blushes and freaks out internally and he's like what am i saying i sound like a little kid never speak to you again never speak to you again what was i saying where did that come from <laughs> saying that won't have any effect whatsoever i'll be laughed at How could you, Yuki, Kakiru says, (laughs) taking it completely seriously and whinging. Don't say you'll never speak to me again, you inconsiderate fool. We haven't even had a hot discussion about the quality of erotic videos yet. And Yuki's (laughs) like, eh, it worked. Kimi also comes over to them and tries to insert herself in the conversation and then offers to show Yuki whatever he wants to know. And Yuki's like, I'm sorry, please stop with the subject. (laughs) (laughs) What about me? Kakiru wants to know. And she's like, shut up. You live for your girlfriend, don't you? Yuki's like, you have a girlfriend? kakiru smiles brightly and says i do she's awful cute i really do love her yuki's surprised but he realizes that he's not you know asking about toru for romantic reasons and i think relaxes a little bit as for the reason kakiru says i'll put off telling you that a little longer is that bad are you not talking to me and yuki's like (laughs) forget about that (laughs) Kimi doesn't have any idea what you're talking about Kimi says but Kimi thinks a man who makes a point to watch porn even though he has a girlfriend can't be trusted I think that a woman who goes around always hitting on men who have girlfriends can't be trusted, Kakeru says, and Yuki is just like, somehow, you too. <laughs> <laughs> but Yuki thinks, I guess I can never truly hate someone who's capable of saying their love. Never talk to him again. The part of me that said something senseless, that part of me, I might not hate it so much. Today, for the first time, I thought that someday I might look back at this memory and smile. I wonder if that will ever happen. <laughs> Yuki walks through the falling maple leaves and reaches up to pick one as it falls, and he remembers Toru's words. You have them, I'm sure you do. At school after the trip, Yuki hands Machi a red leaf. Here, a souvenir, he says. She takes it and looks at it. And Yuki asks now if he would like one, and he's like, why would I want a stupid leaf? And Kakiru says that he's being an uncute drag as usual. (laughs) Machi holds up the leaf above her head and continues to examine it. And we see Toru's narration, or we see narration from Toru's speech. It will faintly start to glow. And we transition through some photos of the trip and then to Toru's room, a photo of her mother on a shelf, her bag, and the ornaments that she bought. Ended up making them a little strange, she says, molding one in her hands, but now it's perfect. Toru, Kyo suddenly calls and he knocks on the door. She comes to the door and he reports that Shigeru wanted to know if they wanted to go out to eat today, then notes that she hasn't changed out of her uniform yet. She says that she was caught up and that she wanted to complete her zodiac ornaments. Uh, they're very poorly made, she says, I and haven't, I haven't added color yet. And Kyo looks over and he sees that in addition to the standard 12, who's added her own cat ornament. He blushes and says, Are you stupid? She smiles and then we close on the narration or the continuing of the narration from earlier in the scene. They add color and start to glow. That's the end of chapter 77.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very sweet. That's <laughs> yeah. like the picture that I'm assuming it was Uo cheating at cards against Kyo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess. Is that what's happening?
1: You see the cards I'm and looking. Kyo looking grumpy. forward, and one of the cards is a joker. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a legal card in some games, but not a lot.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I seriously doubt that. Also, it seems like the kind of thing she would do to harass him. Yeah.
1: And since Uo was the one taking most of the pictures. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I like how there's a photo of the girl who's like annoyed that they interrupted her confession. <laughs> yeah. And then like Hana with food, and then Yuki being surprised, and the deer, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, I think these ornaments are interesting. Like you can make them yourself. Is that what she did? <laughs> it's
1: very cute. Yeah, it looks like it's like a kit, I guess.
0: I guess I always thought that she mm-hmm. just made the cat, but I think she, she says like, oh, I haven't added the color yet, so mm-hmm. maybe make all of them. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, the one at the very beginning of the series, she came across the ones Shigure made drawing, which would suggest that. Oh yeah. You- It's a thing to make them. Yes.
0: Last time I went to Japan I saw like a bunch of Zodiac ornaments, but I didn't see any kits. But also I wasn't really looking for one. So I don't know if it's a thing. But it seems like a thing. To go to a craft store. Gotta go to Kyoto, obviously. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And go to a craft store, I guess. (laughs) Craft store in Kyoto.
1: (laughs) Nara Park is an hour by train from Kyoto. It is. I I checked.
0: So I checked I guess to see it,
1: how far away it was. So I guess if they take a bus, it might be quicker. I assume
0: they load them all up in a school
1: bus or whatever. Yeah. seems reasonable for a school trip. You stay kind of. I'm
0: sure they're like the kids like this. Yeah, kids Everybody like animals. Knows. Kids like animals. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is afraid of a deer jumping all over them to steal their <laughs> like t- souvenirs. <laughs> yeah. Also, when I searched, there was like a YouTube video that's like
1: I got chased by deer in Nara Park or yeah. whatever. <laughs> They're
0: also like, maybe if you will feed them. It's like, I think you can buy the, like, deer crackers. Yeah. Didn't you talk about that before? <laughs> he was like, I want to eat deer
1: senfei. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, I don't think you're supposed to eat them. Yeah, I know.
0: But then Uo tries to lure them with a snack, and it's like, did they not buy the deer crackers?
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was, the joke was that she was trying to lure Kyo. Because they're maybe. talking about, like, having to, like, be gentle with animals or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: gotta be gentle with Kyo. He's a delicate soul. Yeah. Also they're obviously in love according to that girl. Yeah. I suppose that is it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to ask, what what are you doing? <laughs> and then Hana's like, when you feed animals, you have to be patient. And she's yeah. like, oh, it was like, yeah.
1: That's <laughs> like the little deer that's trying to get to her souvenirs when she's like going like, oh no, it isn't food. There's like a little dialogue by the deer going cheapskate or something. <laughs>
0: I like how U like, what's up, dear? Or whatever, when le- we're yeah. leaving, dear. <laughs> so, you know, Kyoto. It's great. Yeah. School <laughs> trips are romantic. Apparently. <laughs> I believe that that would be true.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's a stereotype in uh, the U.S., but... <laughs> I
0: think like the stereotype would be like the high school party. That's like the yeah. equivalent stereotype. <laughs> where everybody's like, oh, we're not ourselves because we're at the party. Romance mm-hmm. ensues. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what all the shows taught me about American high school. <laughs>
1: no, um, no, it's the summer, the summer romance. I think would be the equivalent. So why isn't there any singing in, in this? We go on summer break and <laughs> yes, Kyoto loving <laughs> happened so fast. Can't you get me a friend? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Sandy Bay. <laughs> Someday when high -high school is done Maybe I shouldn't drink any more bourbon before we record this
1: (laughs) Hey, it wouldn't be an episode of our podcast If there wasn't some singing of musicals I think you're right
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay, anyway, let's talk about Faruba for real (laughs) They go to Kyoto on this trip And I I do enjoy how Shigure was like Isn't this why everyone goes on these trips? (laughs) Gets you out of the regular... The regular situation. I guess there's less <clears throat> supervision. It seems like yeah. a good time to <laughs> confess your feelings. Mm-hmm. I think that's the same <laughs> as like, you know, like the function of like summer or like a party in like American yeah. high school things. It's like everybody's not in, it's like a different liminal space than mm-hmm. their, their place where they are normally in and you can have different, yeah. you know, roles and be relaxed <laughs> and whatever. Yeah. So. It can be a new you. It can be a new you. I think that's the <laughs> literary <laughs> symbolic reason for <laughs> having something in a, in a different location Mm -hmm. it's like it's also in this case especially far away from like the main Soma compound so yeah people like Kyo and Yuki can kind of be more themselves which is interesting too can we talk about so basically the first chapter focused on Kyo and Kyo and Toru the second one focused on Yuki again which we've seen Mm -hmm. a lot recently yeah I think with Kyo one thing that stood out to me was that he when the girl like kind of confesses and then grabs his arm he like pulls his arm away super violently Mm -hmm. and he He's super, he seems really, really angry, like, more angry than other times that people have, like, done stuff that he didn't want. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting that he says, like, why are you making, like, Why who do you think you are making a guy like me part of your romantic fantasies? Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminded me of other times, like, well, first of all, the one girl grabs his arm at the very beginning of the story, and then he, like, pins her to the floor, and then yeah. jumps out the window, which is a good time.
1: Yeah, as you do.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. that's the normal reaction from everyone. But also kind of reminded me of, like, the true form scenes where he's like don't touch me like don't like he tries to push toru away Mm -hmm. and obviously he's not interested in this girl at all but i found it kind of interesting like almost like he's it's like the idea of anybody having feelings for him is like completely unreasonable yeah that's the way that i interpret it at least yeah
1: like the specific phrasing of like making a guy like me part of your Mm -hmm. romantic fantasies
0: it's not about him not being interested in her. I mean, he did say that, but then mm-hmm. it's, like, beyond
1: that. Like, how could you even be interested in me at all? Yeah. It's kind of, like, how he reacts to the whole thing with Kagura saying, like, they're going to be buried. He's like, I don't know. It's like, like, she's crazy to be thinking like that. Like
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seemed, like, before that it was just, like, mm-hmm. straight up, actually, like, a similar reason where it's just, like, he's just not interested in her. Mm-hmm. But I think we've seen through other things that happened, like, especially the true Four Mark and, like, the him talking to Akito at the beach, that it's more about this the way that he feels about himself, that he's like a monster yeah. and he shouldn't people shouldn't care about him, right? Mm hmm. But then I guess later we see that he reacts really positively to Toru's attention and affection later in the same chapter. So Mm hmm. But I guess he's kind of accepted that he wants to be around her at the time that he has yeah. until he's confined. So
1: Yeah. And he's still like even that I don't think he really sees thinks of himself as like being an object of her like romantic attention I think Mm -hmm. he's just like I've accepted that I'm in love with her and want to spend time with her while I can rather Mm -hmm. than like, we are in a romantic relationship <laughs> together kind of thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, he definitely seems like he doesn't know. Like, <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> seem to notice. Especially because everyone else does these things, like, when Yuki calls him a destructive idiot, which is, like, my favorite <laughs>
1: <laughs> phrase. <laughs> so good. That, <laughs> <laughs> um, like... I okay, know he's, like, so thrown by that he doesn't even get, like, angry. Like yeah, he I know. Does when he was, like, Yuki's shocked. fighting with him. Yeah, he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it caught to his very core. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And then I love how Uwe was like, hang in there, destructive idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he doesn't seem to think about it at all, even though she's clearly... The, the things that she thinks about in this chapter are clearly representative of her affection for him. So Yeah. She's like, why do I feel so bad when he says mean things to me? It's like, well... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's this ongoing struggle, I guess, that Toru has about her mom. So in the first part of the chapter... She's like, oh, I wish mom could be here. Um, and in fact, the end of the second chapter, also there's a photo for mom at the end. So like, it's still, I feel like that's something that is a part of what she's experiencing still constantly in her kind of daily life. Mm-hmm. And then also she's starting to feel this, I guess, like affection for Kyo. I don't know if she's even really, I mean, she must've realized it, but it's never stated that that's explicitly what's happening, but she's like, I I react in this way when he does these things and like mm-hmm. feels anxious about the way that he treats her and worries about him right yeah so we have all these kind of competing anxieties of hers and like still things that are affecting her in this chapter I feel like this is like kind of a straight up you know shoujo romance <laughs> chapter mm-hmm. like she's just like I'm worried about how he feels about me rather than like other things like we've seen in other chapters where she's like I need to talk to Shisho about Kyo being confined forever where <laughs> it's like that's mm-hmm. not a normal standard like shoujo thing I feel like this is just like
1: yeah there's not really much like cursed drama in this in these chapters it's mostly just like interpersonal drama
0: yeah I think so yeah. and it it's kind of interesting like I think that the reason why there's a whole scene with the cat which is also thrown in as kind of like a as like comedy but I think it's interesting that Takaya chooses to bring a cat into this it's been a long time since Kyo and Yuki transformed it's mm-hmm. been a long time since we like had a lot of talk about the curse I'm trying to think of when the last time was actually because the last couple chapters all focused on like you said like kind of interpersonal things especially Yuki's mm-hmm. When he, I mean there's some talk about it himself. in the
1: Karino chapter but...
0: right yeah that's true but I mean, not I guess not specifically like Kyo. Yeah. So I think it's it's a choice. Like, you don't have to have that. So I think it's kind of an interesting choice to bring in having a cat there mm-hmm. <laughs> in that scene. And then having her walk away and stuff. And we get to see the cats in her monologue, which is really weird. Yeah. Like, the scene is really weird. <laughs> I've, I'm always torn on if I like it or not. Like, I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. But I feel sort of, like, out of place in this <laughs> chapter. So... I can see why you would want to bring something back about the curse, like, to be, continue to be reminded about that when we're having this kind of chapter that's, like, a standard high school experience, I
1: guess. Mm-hmm. I do like the, um, like, she came on her own and she left on her own, just let her be. Dialogue is interesting. Yeah. In the cat, uh, scene.
0: Yeah. It is interesting. Kyo doesn't normally say things like that, especially when he's been so, like, um, like, grumpy all the rest of the episode. I mean, mm-hmm. not episode, whatever. All the rest of the chapter. I think it's interesting that Toru <laughs> Toru thinks about being rejected in that way, I guess, in the mm-hmm. same way. It is kind of funny that we have these chapters that are just they just seem like normal kind of like regular standard high school interpersonal drama as opposed to the more like fantasy stuff that we normally see about the drama around the curse and the family. And... Yeah. It's not even
1: that dramatic, it's just people oh. having feelings.
0: <laughs> it's kind of a quiet chapter. It just builds on all the chapters that we've been reading like the most recent maybe like four or five because
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's a little kiyotoru element so we saw that i think two chapters ago and the no, yeah, two chapters we read well i guess we just heard the ones with uo and hana i mean uo and hana wow Momiji, mm-hmm. Toru and momiji when Toru goes to talk to kakiru about uo mm-hmm. i mean not kakiru wow <laughs> kareno when Toru goes to talk to kareno about uo <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember everything that we've talked about, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and then before that it was a student council. So we have another Yuki kind of like introspective chapters, the second chapter yeah. of this one.
1: Yeah. These do kind of feel like kinda of like breathing room chapters, like it seems taking like taking a break and letting everyone process stuff.
0: <laughs> Just in case you forgot, Yuki's dealing with his shit and Kyo and Toru are in a really are <laughs> like building toward a relationship. If you didn't already see it <laughs> Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. And Uo was still sad as it turns out. Mm-hmm. So she was like, "I'm fine." Like uh two chapters ago and when they start <laughs> talking about relationships again, she's uncomfortable again or she looks kind of sad, I think.
1: Yeah. I like one thing I like in these chapters is like how much all the class seems to like get along with each other because <laughs> we talked about how like, you know, like Toru and Uo and Hana used to be kind of like outcasts mm-hmm. and, you know, the Somas are always isolated and stuff, but we have lots of them just like all interacting with each other in these chapters
0: yeah it's nice they're in like kind of one big friend group with Mm -hmm. and yuki gets to be there for once because normally when they have like school time he's like off doing student council things and so Mm -hmm. he actually gets to like interact with uo and hana again which we haven't seen in i think a long time Mm -hmm. because they usually use that as like a usually uses that as a mechanism to transition away to whatever yuki's doing Mm -hmm. so it'll be like uo toru and hana and Kyo in the classroom, and they're like, and where's Yuki? And then it, like, transitions away to the somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of nice that he gets to, um, interact with them again. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And, like, we've seen, like, Uo kind of interact with some of the other students in the past, but like, in this one, we see, like, when they first start talking about, like, why do people always confess their love? It's, like, two random students, and then, Mm -hmm. like, Hana starts talking to them, and they're just, like, Having their own little conversation about it. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and they off together. Then they yeah. all like gang up to go spy on Kyo. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's their like friend Kyo's friends. I think that's who the mm-hmm. kids are. It was a little bit hard to tell. Yeah. They didn't look the same as they normally do, but <laughs> Yeah.
1: And then all the little stuff with them like trying to wake up Yuki and <laughs> that was not great. Knowing what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he um I love how he like
0: staggers into a wall and they're all worried about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like oh no is there is there a scratch is there like a scar or (laughs) whatever it was good and like it's been i feel like they said before like we've seen him kind of like struggle to get up in the morning but this time Mm -hmm. it was like we actually saw him like getting up and being a zombie it was really good (laughs) yeah
1: students who obviously would have never seen anything like that before yes
0: like, what is this <laughs> what's happening
1: <laughs> they're like panicking he's like why are you panicking about yes
0: this? <laughs> i like how kyo was like why me you you deal with it or whatever yeah
1: like he's like just leave him i'm going to get breakfast <laughs> yeah basically
0: <laughs> yeah, they're all so concerned there's um maybe we should talk about yuki he was the focus mm-hmm. of so kind of the second chapter so we have, like, more introspective Yuki stuff happening in these chapters. I think it's just a continuation of everything that's been going on, but there was a scene of him talking to Toru and talking about, um, you know, wanting to make memories. I think it's really mm-hmm. interesting that he's like, when I thought about this thing that happened, I thought I might look back on it and, like, be happy or whatever mm-hmm. and smile or something. And I was like, that's yeah. the saddest
1: thing I've read yet that you mm-hmm. said. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of cute, too, because it's not like a... Like, it's a a situation where he felt, like, kind of embarrassed by, like, Mm -hmm. acting silly, but he, you know, he thinks he might look back on that and, like, think it was a funny moment. Yeah. I think that's great.
0: He was so freaked out about it that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, how internally he's like, I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I said I ever speak to him again. And then later he's like, I actually thought I might look back on this and, like, yeah, and think it's funny. Mm -hmm. He's so, always so worried about what people think about him. And, like, um... It's also funny that in the first chapter, he's like, I'm not that popular to, or Mm -hmm. whatever. And he's like, well, Kyo's more popular than me, which of course we've seen that he thinks that, you know, Kyo is someone who attracts people to him and that he's Yuki isn't like that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of nice that, it was a nice moment when he's like, I
1: can look back on this and, I don't know, be happy about it or whatever. (laughs) I think my favorite part is like, after that, and they're having their normal conversation and then Kakiru says he's not going to like tell him right away and Yuki doesn't respond right away. And he's like, are you not talking to me? me? he's like, "Never mind." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, <was> so good.
0: <laughs> but it does seem like, I think Hana, Hana said that she recognizes him as well, so it seems like there's a connection.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, obviously, I guess we knew that because we, Kakaru
1: keeps asking about it, but yeah. I think it's... Yeah, there's been some implication yeah. that he has some interest or some knowledge regarding Toru, but now it shows that, like, it may be some more kind of connection since Hana remember seems to remember them in the same, like, context. Yeah.
0: I forgot that they mentioned this here. I also didn't remember that Kakuru and Kimi went on the trip. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, why what's Kimi doing here? <laughs> yeah. Kakuru and Iki have some funny conversations. Like that's just one <laughs> I like how they're <laughs> Kakiru also he doesn't show up in the first part of that one chapter because He's like, Oh, and after I tried to wake you up, you're so mean or whatever. Like, I'm yeah. not talking to you. And then, then when he sees Yuki again, then Yuki's like, I won't ever talk to you again.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. That's like like when they first meet up again. He's like he's like, Yuki, yo, Yuki, hello. hello. <laughs> and he's like, You're the one who said you were gonna talk to me. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Kakiru would never not talk to him. <laughs> yeah. Like he just like completely forgot that he even said that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's like, we need to. We haven't even had a hot discussion about porn yet. <laughs> yeah. Is that a normal thing that people yeah. talk about? I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, Yuki doesn't know either. So no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of all, Kimmy's like, Kimmy will show you whatever you want to know, and he's like, please don't. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's like, can we stop talking about this? How did this even start? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Kimmy and Kakudou are peas in a pod. So yeah. <laughs> So not shocking at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. So good.
1: On a more serious note, we get more of like Yuki kind of dealing with the like impending toru <laughs> <laughs> relationship. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's that when he actually yells at Kakiru and is like, If you hurt if you hurt her, I won't forgive you, he thinks about mm-hmm. Kyo.
1: Yeah. It's like he's kind of he's talking to Kyo right now, yeah. not Kakiru. <laughs> I said, like, you know how like when they fight
0: they he yells at himself? It's mm-hmm. like he's yelling at Kakaru,
1: but he's really yelling at Kyo. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd forgotten it had like the picture of Kyo because like yeah. before that, before the page flip, even I was like, oh, he's talking to Kyo. Yeah.
0: Then... <laughs> I didn't. I was like, why is Kyo there? Oh, <laughs> so
1: <laughs> that's how I felt about it. <laughs> yeah, and even earlier, um, like when they all go to spy on. The love confession to Kyo, <laughs> and he sees like Toru looking a little like concerned. Mm-hmm. He's like, It's all right, he won't be swayed. And yeah, it's kind of mopey for a minute,
0: but <laughs> Toru's like surprised, yeah. like it's obvious <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to everyone except for you and Kyo. <laughs> <laughs> I think she thinks that nobody notices anything, it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, and even like then Yuki's like, You destructive idiot to Kyo, and Kyo <laughs> is like <laughs> taken aback, and then Uo says yeah. the same thing. <laughs> Or whatever, like they all sass him. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's really funny, but yes, it's Yuki has this kind of like these serious sort of memories. He's standing, um, when he stands in the room by himself and like looks at the window. He's like, "I'll cherish all these memories that I have with you." Like he's kind of like still processing that, you know. He he sees where Toru and Kyo's relationship is going. I guess mm-hmm. he sees the way that he she feels about him. Um, I don't know. It seems to be some kind of like. He specifically thinks about her. It's some kind of, like, processing about her. But I'm not Mm -hmm. even sure that it's romantic or anything.
1: Yeah, he seems to be kind of settling into a, like, (laughs) at least telling himself, like, he even says it because he says, whether through chance or my own deceitfulness. Mm -hmm. So, like, he's at least telling himself that, like, he's okay with just this, like, just the, like, memories he has with her and spending time with her and everything. Mm -hmm. It seems to be that that's... Mm
0: -hmm. It's kind of a weird... These chapters are kind of a weird set of, like, things that happen like they all move everything forward a little bit um and i feel like some interesting things are revealed but it's all in these like little moments like mm-hmm. that one and like little things people say yeah same with the kyo being like oh she left she came and left on her own mhm then he grabs toru's hand anyway
1: yeah it's <laughs> just sweet it is very it's cute it's very cute
0: I was like oh we get like a full page spread of <laughs> mm-hmm. and the leaves are falling there's a lot of use of um, this kind of like maple leaf falling imagery in this, mm-hmm. in these two chapters that's one of them also there was we haven't there weren't feathers but there were some white petals in the kind of like scene where Yuki is standing at the window and it reminded me of like I guess the feather <laughs> theory mm-hmm. we talked about how the the black feathers are kind of their descent into bad relationships but we have like this, like, white petal kind of imagery when, uh, that's sometimes used when people are, when the characters are kind of, there's, like, moments where they're building a better relationship. Mm-hmm. Specifically with Yuki, like, we saw with Yuki and Ayame in that one chapter, I think there was a lot yeah. of use of, like, these petals as a transition. And so it's used in that scene, which I noticed this time. And obviously, like, Toru and Yuki have a good relationship. is very supportive of, of him and has helped him to grow a lot, but they don't have like I guess maybe he sees that they don't have the same kind of relationship as Kyo and Toru do, right? hmm And he's like, I'm fine with this the way it is, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Toward the end, Kakuru, we saw the little scene of Kakuru who won't who won't tell Yuki how he knows Toru yet or yeah. what what his deal is with Toru yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Like can't such a little shit about it in I the conversation. Like-
0: <laughs> he looks down and he's like, so what if I What if I was that kind of guy? And Yuki's like, yeah. I wouldn't talk to you ever again. He's like, yeah. how dare you? It's pretty great. <laughs> 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 he is kind of a little shit. He like looks, he like looks, da- he tones his head down and like looks up with like such a smirk. Yeah. <laughs> but then Yuki equally like looks down his nose at Kakiru and is like, mm-hmm. if you ever hurt her, I won't speak yeah. to you again. <laughs> They're both little shits to each other. Yeah. They deserve each other, really. <laughs> yeah. It's all their budding romance.
1: I mean... <laughs> yeah. You're becoming friends. You have normal friendships, Yuki. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> have memories that you could laugh at. It's yeah. It's Yuki. It's
1: like laugh at yourself when you're an idiot. Yeah. It
0: happens. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Everyone's fine with it. Toru and Kyo forgot they were going on a trip.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: You don't have to be perfect all the time.
1: Yeah. I love that lead-in with, like, Toro being like, oh, are you going on a trip? And it's like, did you forget about the class trip? And then both of them are like, what? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I was like, Kyo like would Kyo, forget. Yeah. I like how Kyo's defense is, I can't remember every little thing. Yeah, <laughs> I can't be nice to everything. I can't remember
0: everything. <laughs> and like Kyo's like, this trip sucks. And then is like, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs>
1: There's a whole book in his head. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't seen Shiguri in a long time. Now that I think about it. Probably since like the beach. Or like Mm -hmm. when they come back from the beach, maybe. Yeah. Shiguri was nice this time. He pat Toro's head and was like, Have a good trip Mm -hmm. which was sweet. He wasn't doing anything sketchy. Uh, today oh we saw him at the parent teacher conferences i think that was the last oh, time yeah. <laughs> he wasn't up to any nefarious schemes today which was nice
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was actually th- you were talking about how
1: we haven't seen a lot of like curse stuff in a while mm-hmm. i was actually thinking the other day i was like has shigure transformed since the very first chapters
0: hmm. <laughs>
1: hmm. Hmm. <laughs> maybe maybe not like
0: i don't think so He's never in. He never, you know. The only people who come and like climb over him are
1: like people who are cursed. So yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess not. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking about it. I was like, I don't think we've seen the dog. <laughs> no, I think it's <laughs>
0: just that one time. Now that you mention it, yeah, it's been noted by other people on on the Tumblr that the last time that Yuki and Kyo turn, like have transformed that we've read so far is uh the Lake House.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they haven't transformed in a long time either. That was like yeah. quite a long time ago. That was before the true form, I think. I guess technically Kyo transforms into the true form, but they haven't like, they haven't transformed into their cat and rat forms in a long time. Yeah, Which is why it is kind of interesting to bring the cat back here just as another, mm-hmm. yet another reminder, you know? Yeah.
1: The Curse is still a thing. By the way. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> this amazing high school, like romantic trip is still tainted by the, yeah. <laughs> by the curse.
1: One other detail I thought was funny is um when Hanna's having her like vague memory about <laughs> Kakiru. Um, when Tori's trying to remember one thing she says is like, I don't really know what he looks like. Yeah. like she doesn't know what the <laughs> vice president of the like... student cast looks like either. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well they forgot the trip and they don't know about the about the what, the, what the, he looks like. They're mm. perfect for each other, obviously. <laughs> it's like you two are a mess. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, I kind of remember seeing him on the stage. Or, or Hana's like, I saw him on the stage during the, like, ceremony yeah. thing. And Tori's like, I don't remember what he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Between them, they're able to remember, like, one normal person's amount of stuff, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just been busy trying to... <laughs> <laughs> thinking about the curse and Kyo and whatever. She doesn't have time to learn
1: about normal people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another cute thing in that scene is when like asks asking if it's okay that like basically that like Kakiri was like yelling when he has said like he was yelling about something but it's fine I don't care <laughs> and she's like are you sure and he's like I'm positive a waste about him was a waste of time and she kind of smiles yeah like, <laughs> she's like oh you made a friend yeah <laughs> <laughs> she knows you what Yuki's true
0: heart is yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah the scene where she's like oh I'm sure you have memories that you know um, it's a really she has this, like, there's a big panel of her smiling, and it's, like, a very, like, soft, sort of, caring, satisfied smile. So, mm-hmm. sort of, like, I don't know. Like, I think satisfied, like, is, like, mm-hmm. you know, happy for,
1: she's happy for Yuki. So, she's yeah. like, I'm
0: sure you have memories, even though Yuki's like, Yuki like I, I don't know, I hope I have some good memories from this trip. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and, like, while she's, like, having that smile, it has the... uh the face he makes in that scene when he's saying, like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so. Everything was sweet. There was no familial abuse
1: this chap these two chapters, so that was yeah. nice. <laughs> it's a rare treat for Fruits Basket. Oh, so nice. <laughs> it won't last. No, it won't.
0: <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> Listen, we're only at it's like you know, chapter seventy nine. Like spoilers, of but not really. Yeah. <laughs> it won't last. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. There's still like a quarter of the series left. It's a good mm-hmm. time. Um oh, I was gonna say there was one other thing that I liked, but what was it? No, I forgot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kakaru buys like a ton of souvenirs. Yeah.
0: Oh, I just I like the They're way he's like
1: filling out like shipping forms wrong.
0: For yes <laughs> <laughs> I like when they go visit them at the end they visit the student council. Kakaru and Yuki go visit the student council at the end and he gives Yuki gives Machi the maple leaf, which is really charming. Mm-hmm. And Machi like stares at it and like yeah. lifts it up and stares at it.
1: She spent so long yes looking at it clearly means a lot to her i think yeah she's definitely affected by having him have thought of bringing her something mm-hmm.
0: and it is like a, i think it's a thoughtful souvenir that
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> i think it's
0: funny that now it's like why would i need a leaf which is great yeah <laughs> but it doesn't matter what it would be he just he wouldn't care about it anyway but yeah <laughs> um but like it's a it's a very like yuki thing to be like i'm gonna take this leaf and like mm-hmm. and keep it you know keep it it's delicate and i'm gonna bring it back and they're i thought they were really beautiful i noticed this thing and i want to bring it to you Mm -hmm. like it's very sweet it's very charming yeah and i also like how kakaru like we came straight from our trip to visit you and you guys aren't even grateful which is also hilarious (laughs) (laughs) i also like when yuki asks them if they want souvenirs and Machi's like nothing and i was like (laughs) why would i want a souvenir? (laughs) yeah
1: and kimmy's talking about how she doesn't like spending money on anyone but herself yes (laughs)
0: I said, I think I said in my summary, Kimi talks about herself, and then we transition away. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of funny detail with Kimi this time, too. Uh, yeah.
1: Put in some of it. <laughs> but, but, yeah, she's like, I
0: don't like spending money on myself anyway.
1: It's very cute. <laughs> Got a glimpse of that hat again, which we haven't really seen in a yes, while. Yes.
0: I didn't <laughs> mention it specifically, but in Toru's room... <laughs> In the sea motors room, the hat is there. Everything is still mm-hmm. there. The yep. curse is still there. The hat is still there. We're the mm-hmm. worried about her mom. We got some mom references. Ooh mm-hmm. is still upset about Carino. The student council is all still crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything is still moving forward just a little yep. bit. Yeah. It was good. Just a nice little mm-hmm. potpourri of <laughs> Faruba things. <laughs> yep. Um, nice little cool down chapter. Yeah, I think so uh do we have spoilers to talk about i guess probably
1: <laughs> kind of they're kind of same spoilers we've mentioned before i think so, so. well we can could... just be kind of like yep these are here again <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> well let's chat about it quickly <laughs> <laughs> okay okay um you can but before that you can rate <laughs> review and subscribe in the podcast app of your choice and you can also send us any comments or questions on tumblr twitter in the episode notes i always like put a put away to uh contact us if you want to send a question or notes and you can donate to our Kofi which is also going to be in the notes as always thank you all for listening and we'll see you next time bye 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 hi what up we're back to talk about spoilers did you have <laughs> you heard the news
1: <laughs> 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 have you heard about our Lord and Savior? Spoilers. <laughs>
0: I feel like I really should have nailed that joke about mnemonics. And I just didn't. <laughs> anyway, uh, spoilers. Shall we talk about them? Sure. Do you want to sing more Grease songs first? Or... <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like absolutely. Spoiler alert! They fly away into the sky. No.
1: <laughs> Look at me, I'm Sandra <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like hopelessly devoted mm-hmm. better. So, <laughs> anyway, spoilers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. Remember. We weren't talking talking about spoilers yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all it's funny because all the things that we mentioned briefly in this episode are like all spoilers for later. So yeah. the first <laughs> the first things that come up are like, well, there's Toru's kind of like. I realized that I was going down a path of being like Toru's thinking about her mom, and then also about Kyō and like struggling. Mm-hmm. But it's I think like. Takai is starting to build toward the idea that, you know, Toru is still, you know, thinking about her mom a lot, but also moving toward having Kyo be what she feels like is the number one person in her heart, right? Mm-hmm. But at this point, it's still very, like, subconscious, I guess. It's it's interesting. It's like, don't you know when you have a crush? Like, I don't know. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, wow, Kyo makes me feel weird. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I guess maybe, maybe Kai is just trying not to be direct about it or something. Um, and choosing to say... Choosing to sort of not even have her inner monologue clarify how she feels, I guess, at this point. Yeah.
1: I think she's also like distracted and slightly in denial and
0: I think she's definitely in denial. Stuff, so
1: not really fully consciously realizing. Yeah. She's like, it's funny. Even if she definitely is feeling that way. Yes.
0: She's like, it's funny how he can make me feel happy or sad just with one sentence or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. I think it, I guess it is probably denial. Like she just doesn't. Want to feel that way, mm-hmm. but then she goes and like ceases attention and stuff too, so yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. We get our shippy moments.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Did you get a shippy moment with Cocker this episode? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, they bickered. That's that means you're truly in love, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I learned from JK Rowling. <laughs> 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 like, spoilers for Harry Potter. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of the spoilers were still around. Like, well, there's Kaku's relationship with Toru, which was brought up again, and also that Hana mm-hmm. knows. So it's all building toward, toward that reveal.
1: Yep, you got the first mention of Komaki's existence. Mm-hmm.
0: I love how he's like, "You have a girlfriend?" Like, you didn't figure that out yet. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I guess he doesn't really talk about it that much. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, specifically, he says like, "He's <clears throat> like, you have a girlfriend," and then in the tiny text it says like, "There's someone who puts up with this." Yeah. <laughs>
0: He's also like, I have a girlfriend. That's right. One girl. And it's like, yeah. what? Because you're such a ladies man? You love, you love like Power Rangers. Like, <laughs> what are you do? I think it's because they're coming
1: off of the conversation with Kimmy about.
0: Yes. About her offering to educate Yuki. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and even like, there's a little flashback, which is clearly Toru kind of standing there it's in the it's in the scene where <laughs> before before Yuki's like I'll never talk to you again if you heard her or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like yeah what if i were to say that i like her there's a like a this kind of memory that it's you only see you don't see like Toru's face but it's clearly her in her school uniform mm-hmm. kind of standing
1: <laughs> uh, one thing where i'm not sure if it's a spoiler cuz i'm not sure what it's talking about <laughs> yes i can't remember um when Uo was angry about the girl saying it's because that she interrupted because she likes Kyo she says there's no way in hell I'd ever be like that woman
0: yeah I don't know if that's a specific Mm -hmm. reference to something like I don't know if that's a reference to something specific either Mm -hmm. but I think she's kind of um you know in the last chapter she was like I when she was talking about how she kept wanting Karino to show up at the convenience store she would be like I would look up and then I would see that it wasn't him and get really disappointed and that's not me I think like what it is is that Maybe what she's trying to say is that she doesn't want to be like that girl. Like, she doesn't want to feel like she's, like, you know, so hopelessly in love with some person who's unattainable, I guess, maybe.
1: Hopelessly devoted. Yeah,
0: one might say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut in some of our singing from in- <laughs> into this part. <laughs> yeah.
1: I wasn't sure because the- then they have the little panel where Torus is like, I wonder who she's talking about. But
0: I think she's talking about herself, I guess. Oh, well, I think Torus is yeah. wondering if she's... Toru doesn't know about the girl. Toru also asks why they were all gone. <laughs> right after that, and Kyo's like, "I can't tell her."
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, she knows like where they went. I know cause... it's
0: really weird. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She, they were just talking about it, and then they go to find <laughs> Kyo, and she's like, "What caused the ruckus? You know." <laughs>
1: yeah, he's maybe talking the specific ruckus, like why Uo was angry and why they got in trouble with the teachers and stuff.
0: Maybe, yeah.
1: Why they ended with a panel of. The boys screaming that they want to be popular, and, oh, and Kyo yelling at the girl. <laughs> well, Hana comes up with ice cream yes, or whatever, whatever she's food.
0: Got. Dongo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like how she's got like a different food
1: like every time. That's what like, makes it great. A whole bunch of food. <laughs> I relate. Yeah, I like her consi- her consistent devotion to snacks because she was also the one who was like, "Oh, <laughs> if we show up unannounced, there won't, won't be, be any able snacks to snacks for us."
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, you're right. It's just part of her character. <laughs> I like how she offers everyone dango also when they're teasing Kyo. And um, when Yuki uh, is sassy, then she's like, you deserve a dango or whatever. Mm -hmm. She's like, here, that was the right response. Have this. Yeah. And he's just (laughs) like, thank you. you. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's, I think what it is is that she's, She's showing concern. She's still not over Kroeno, mm-hmm. which we see because Tor, Tor looks back at her when they're ta- oh, everybody's talking about confessing their love or whatever. And she looks kind of sad. And then I think seeing that she feels like that girl's like a reflection of her. But mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the way that I'm choosing to interpret it, at least. Yeah. I don't think it's referring to anything else specific that we've seen mm-hmm. or that we will see. Yeah, I
1: couldn't really think of anything. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just remembered Sword of Cinderella, and that's why I chuckled. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I always forget about Sword of Cinderella for some reason. <laughs> I I'm,
0: I like it. I think there are a lot of people who are, like, specifically looking forward to it. I think that that's going to be yeah. a very popular episode when we talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've heard, I've seen comments from specific people who are like, can't wait for Sword of Cinderella. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> it is good. It's, like, yeah. not my favorite part I of I think movies, I may be,
1: but. yeah, I think in my mind I might, like, combine it with the Like Sleeping Beauty play from Cardcaptor Sakura because it has the same kind of like random weird casting that leads to comedy. Yes. Of course. Mm
0: -hmm. It's also an opportunity for romance, just like going on a trip. Yeah. (laughs) When you're not yourself. (laughs) I don't know. I'm excited to read it again and have a nice new take on it. It'll be a good time. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I always forget, like, even when I remember it, I always forget, like, how much happens during it like it lasts a long time it lasts like a full volume yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: almost as long as the beach like when i
1: remember it i'm like oh it's just a little one-off funny chapter but then like oh no it's not a lot that happens
0: (laughs) there's a lot of character development Mm
1: -hmm.
0: people scream about their affections (laughs) multiple people (laughs) i do love uos come and see me damn it (laughs) yeah that i always
1: remember my favorite part is Yuki just trying to move everything along. He's like,
0: um, okay. He's like, so anyway, I see that you're all having feelings that aren't part of what we rehearsed. So yeah. how about we just move it along?
1: It's like the most practical bored fairy godmother.
0: That's kind of like his role. That's like what he was doing on this trip too. Is that he was yeah. like, he's like, you idiot. Like, yeah. like don't worry about it, Toru. So anyway, and like yeah, whatever. So anyway. <laughs> He said like something something Uotani-san And it reminded me of when he was asking her about being in a gang And <laughs> how he thought it was cute yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like, yeah I was just thinking that I was like he's gotten much better at talking with <laughs> yeah, the, With the girls Yeah it was cute <laughs> The whole chapters were
0: cute mm-hmm. It's just funny because we were talking We were just trying to talk about it right now And I was like oh, I don't have that much to say but I really enjoyed reading it <laughs> Like.
1: Yeah <laughs> Yeah I just like the sense of camaraderie Across the whole two chapters yeah, Like cute Between our typical groups, but also, like...
0: Just the rest of their class.
1: Them in the class, and, you know, Yuki making new friends.
0: Becoming a real boy, as you said. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I also try to talk about it sort of lightly in the non-spoilers, but I I think that this is chapter starting to set up Yuki's um, kind of letting go of being kind of in a romantic relationship with Toru. Mm Because he's, like, we were talking about, you said... Like he he thinks, like, I'm good with like the memories that we have. I think he already knows that he's not necessarily romantically interested in her, but mm-hmm. I think it's specifically recognizing that he he has this role where he wants to be her friend and you know be there for her. but mm-hmm. others are interested in having a romantic relationship with her. yeah, um, and he's like cool with that. it seems from what he was saying. I think. yeah, which I thought was an interesting setup.
1: Yeah, I think the the specific words he uses when he's talking to Kakiru, but not really.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) When he says, like, basically, like, it's none of my business and it's up to her how she responds to it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if you're going to be a dick, I'm going (laughs) to not be okay with that, basically. Yeah. (laughs) It's basically like, this is, like, he's fine with, you know, it happening as long Mm -hmm. as, you know... (laughs) it doesn't hurt her which is great
0: because then later <laughs> it, it obviously does and so yeah. Fendi, they have their huge fight like at the end yeah it's like it beats the shit out of yeah. Kyo <laughs> I was just thinking um, I forgot to mention it last time but the scene where Kyo is like if you fall in love with someone I'll cooperate," and I was like you don't <laughs> you definitely <Yeah>. don't
1: <laughs> he's like well I didn't think it would be me yeah,
0: <laughs> how could anyone love me I'm a monster <laughs> how could I care about every single thing <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. God, everyone expects so much of me. <laughs>
0: they expect you to be nice to cats, and they expect you to be nice to people. I can't be nice to everything. Dates? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, precious. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think another kind of spoilery thing that's alluded to, which we also try to talk about, is the no. We talked about this already. Just the Kyo or Toru kind of feeling like Kyo is taking the place of her mother in her heart. Mm-hmm. I think that's we're starting to build toward that idea. That's what I think is happening. Yeah, that's why I think like Takaya chose. Yeah, well, to I have think that's the there. big.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the big mental block to Toru realizing that she's developing feelings for Kyo. Mm-hmm. She's like, I can't care about anyone else because I care about my mother so much. Yeah, yeah. She's like, obviously, I can't be in. Love Even with though someone. everything
0: he says hurts my heart. Yeah. <laughs> When I start to think about him, my heart beats so fast that I put my hand over (laughs) my heart, even though he's not even in the room. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's cute. (laughs) I'm like, Mm -hmm. how does that feel? (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. But yeah, I think you're right. She's definitely in denial about how she feels about him. Yeah. But yet is still seeking his attention, which I think is interesting. Mm hmm. So. Seems like a very, like, high school girl thing to do. Seems very real. Yeah. <laughs> At least I think. <laughs> like, I don't know what my feelings are, but I just need, I need them to be <laughs> <Yeah>. acted out. <laughs> I want attention. I want attention. <laughs> From so many people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing, thinking about high school.
1: <laughs> like, well that's over. <laughs>
0: I still want attention, but yeah. <laughs> now I have a podcast for that. I mean, <laughs> not that kind of attention, I guess.
1: Attention in the form of likes and reblogs.
0: And... <laughs> yeah, I need my social validation. It's <laughs> a problem with the youth today. All they want are the, the likes and the grams. <laughs> they don't care about randomly running after their true love and touching his back and then just him taking her hand delicately. <laughs>
1: That's the thing I love that's in a lot of anime is the, like grabbing the back of a person's shirt. It's so intimate. I know. I'm always like, Aw. oh, Every time it happens. It's, <laughs> in like any anime.
0: It's like, cause they're always like, wait for me and like just mm-hmm. delicately grab them. It's interesting also, I guess it's kind of a comparison between the girl and Toru, like Toru is so delicate with her, the way that she handles Kyo versus this girl who's like, no pay attention to me. I want your attention. Like I'm grabbing your arm yeah. and like whatever. and. Yeah,
1: as, like, And how he yeah, responds with like, you know, he jerks away from the other girl, but he turns around and grabs Toru's mm-hmm. hand, which is very sweet and unkill It is.
0: <laughs> well, he's finally not, he's the one who's not in denial anymore, right? Yeah. He... <laughs> so it's, it's kind of interesting. Like he's, I feel like the whole scene is set up as him being sort of like overwhelmed by like this girl and this trip and the cat and like being in these yeah. crowded places and having to do all this stuff. Dealing with Yuki and whatever and mm-hmm. then she runs up to him. She worries that he'll push her away and then she runs up to him and then he takes her hand and it's very sweet mm-hmm. and very unkyo like. I agree with you. But I was like, I don't care. This is the shojo I signed up for. <laughs> Finally. <Yeah. laughs> I'll take it. It's sweet. It is sweet. It was a sweet <laughs> these were like two little fluffy chapters. I liked it. Yeah. And they I think I think it's interesting that there are these little seeds that are still planted towards some of the ideas that Takaya is building up I think, still like it's still, you know I don't know, making setting up Yuki and, and Toru as having this sort of like affectionate familial relationship also mm-hmm. setting up I mean obviously setting up Kyo and Toru's romantic relationship but also the conflict that she has about her mother versus Kyo being most important to her and then the yep. relationship that Kakiru has to Toru is sort of seated in there as well, so and, like, Uo also, her affection for Kareno is also seated in these chapters. Mm-hmm. So there's a good amount of little little spoilery
1: things that are in there. Yep.
0: Yeah. Good. That's all I have to say about yeah. that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nothing really <laughs> new, but more little bits and pieces of yeah. what's been hinted at already. I think
0: things that you maybe wouldn't necessarily, like, think are... it's it's You can go back and see that this is, like, where the seeds are being planted a little bit, I think. Yeah. But otherwise, I think you could be left to interpret some of them. So it was a good time. Yep. <laughs> Do you want to sing some more songs from Greece? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> always. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm out.
1: We go together. Oh, yeah, right. Ram, ram, ram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. And sometimes I'm like, how did my parents let us? How did our parents let us watch this as children?
1: <laughs> um, every once in a while, um, Grease Lightning will come on the radio, <laughs> and I think people I think like people just now realize it's a dirty song because I'm just now starting to hear like censored versions of it on the radio, which is hilarious. Literally bleep
0: every other word. Like, it's all euphemisms, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: the mo- mostly I've heard them bleep out "pussy wagon." Yeah. that's the only good part. I mean. <laughs> but yeah it's like they just realize this is a dirty song (laughs) because
0: they were just like the kids won't know and now they're like the kids know more than we do (laughs) yeah anyway okay spoilers the spoilers are
1: hi droma (laughs) sorry (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) beauty school dropout no graduation day for you beauty school dropout Mr. Midterms, Mr. Mid-terms terms Function, function <laughs> <laughs> When I was a kid, I, I liked that song, but I never really understood it. And then I remember listening yeah. to it later and I was like, this is hilarious. It's a really <laughs> it's funny so song. Good. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's, it's just so ridiculous. That's what makes it great. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Is there any more songs left from Greece? I think I sang <laughs> Summer 11, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't started at all. <laughs> and I sang Sandy. I sang all the dramatic mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. Oh, I really like um, what is it called? The one that uh Rizzo sings.
1: There are worse things I could yeah. do. <laughs> there
0: are worse things I could do than go with a boy or two, even though the neighborhood thinks I'm trashy and no good. <laughs> I suppose it could be true. There are worse things I could do. I really like that song. I don't know. I think it's good. Yeah, weird. it's good. <laughs> okay, now I think we sang every song in Greece. <laughs> Except for you're the one that I won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>